Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. I'm excited to talk about our favorite supplies today. Me too. Episode 13. That's either a good luck thing or a bad luck thing. <laughs> I think it'll be good luck Let's for go us. With me too. Me too. So you pitched this episode. I did. I, um, I'm super and excited for this and everything that will follow. And what I love is whenever we FaceTime chat and do one of these episodes, I could see your various supplies in the background of your screen. Oh yeah. There is a, there's a lot of supplies here in my <laughs> studio and, uh, and I had trouble picking just five because I really wanted to go with like four or seven or six or like eight, but I wanted to make it easier for us. So I went with the question, what do you need to have by your side when you're crafting? So these are our, we're going to talk about first, what we're going to talk about is what are our five must have supplies by our side when we're crafting. And then we're going to, yeah. we're going to talk a little bit more about like, what we would switch up if we're traveling, what we're going to put in our basic crafting kits, and hopefully we can help you figure out what your must-have crafting supplies are, whether you're just starting out, whether you're going to go on a trip and you want to figure out what you're going to take with you, what you want in your basic supply kit, what um, would be a great gift for a new crafter if you want to help them get started, or whether you're trying to figure out uh, what you want to pare down, maybe some start some spring cleaning, which we're going to uh, talk about again in a couple of weeks, but let's uh, let's get into our top five must-have creative supplies. For sure. And this is like a sister episode, kind of, but we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> yeah, there will be lots more to come with our favorite and your favorite creative supplies. So Amanda, what are your top five creative supplies? Okay, so... When we first talked about this episode, you had mentioned, you know, our favorite supplies. That was like, and I was like, how am I going to narrow it down? Same as you. Um, and it felt like a big umbrella topic of which I could go in many directions. But then when you kind of, when we got closer to recording this episode and you streamed it down for me and was more like, what is right around you? The top five things, right? That, that made it more so when I look down at my craft space, you know, whether I'm planning or whether I'm crafting, what do I always reach for or have there, right? So number one, uh, the first thing that popped to my head was my Tombow glue runner or tape runner, I think it's called. And mm -hmm. yeah, and they have um, a permanent adhesive, a semi-permanent adhesive, and then one that you glide down and it's removable I think I don't know I'm a permanent piece of girl I'm <laughs> I, I have problems with commitment in other areas of my life but not using my Tombow so I am so, so with you yeah so I have my Tombow in my hand now as I'm kind of talking about it and in the past I've used a Xyron sticker maker where I would just put every embellishment in that thing crank it crank it um, and it would make a full adhesive on the back right so like every square inch of whatever I would sticking down was um, sticky. So that was good in that way. What I felt kind of uh, was happening was when I would shut the pages on that, 
the edges were still so sticky that they would make the pages stick together. So again, trial and error, I did that for a lot of years. But I saw Amy Tangerine, I think, used uh, a tape runner and gave it a try, and I've never looked back. It's how I tape everything down. And then with my new digital memory planning, crafting, um, and even my planner strips, that's how I stick everything down. I end up sticking a large, uh, I cover a lot of my pages of my planner with either my planner strips or a full sheet of photos. So the Tombow Blue Runner is how I do it. That's my number one. Totally get that. What's your number one? Ooh, okay. So should we do it that way or should I just do the whole list? Let's go one, one, two, two, three, three. So, okay. So I'm going to match you. And so my tape runner of choice is the ATG tape gun. So my second tape runner is the Tombow tape runner. <laughs> but I need to have... Oh, <laughs> yes, she just held it up and it looks like a weapon. Go. <laughs> okay, so it's the, it's the ATG and it does have gun in the name. So it is kind of a weapon, right? It is a Scotch advanced tape glider. You can get them in Michaels now. You can get them on Amazon. But like back old school, like... I'm dating myself here, right? No, I'm an old person. Yesterday was my 20, no, my 32nd birthday. There's a two in there, right? Um, <laughs> this is my tape gun. This, it is, it has like three times the amount of tape as one of the Tombow tape runners. And it costs, the refills are so economical. There is a little bit of a learning curve on how to use it. So like you have to press down on the trigger to make the, things wide and then you have to unpress the trigger for it to stop some people have a hard time using it i've never had a hard time using it i've never had a hard time refilling it there are youtube videos that will teach you how to do it if you want to learn how to use it you will be able to learn how to use it and it's awesome you can make it look really awesome and it is by far the most economical way to use adhesive it is also amazing adhesive it's by scotch slash 3m so you know the adhesive is fantastic it's really good for mini albums it will permanently adhere they also have refillable and it's acid free and like they just actually rebranded everything so it's a lot more crafter and scrapbooker friendly as opposed to uh it was originally made for framers like the mat and stuff yes yeah yeah and so it was co-opted by scrapbookers a while back, like I would say like probably 10 years ago, because I got my first one when I was in college. And you could buy it in bulk. They're super long. They last forever. And if you do a ton of tape rolling, it is super economical and it is super awesome. And so I use this constantly, especially if you're gluing mini book pages back to back, especially if you're gluing photo albums and like putting a ton of like just a ton of tape down. It is amazing. I find that a lot of people, how to stick what I want to a page is a big hurdle to kind of overcome. It is. Or, or figure out the best way to do it. I mean, for a lot of years, it was um, Elmer's glue. Yeah. Day, and totally. then you realize Elmer's glue bubbles too much. Ooh, a glue stick. So then you started using a glue stick, but realized that's not exactly the best way. So it's like, it, it is an evolution. And I found that at the end of most crafters evolution is some kind of tape runner of sorts. <laughs> yeah. I, I have like a, just a whole big set of tape rollers. Um, and I've used tape rollers since college. Um, one of my favorites was uh, a tape roller by, uh, oh my God, I don't even know how to pronounce their name because it's Japanese, Kukoyo. And Sounds familiar. The, 
they um they stopped making tape rollers in the United States like eight years ago and I was devastated and I was like I'll never find another tape roller that I love as much as them because they were the um it was tiny dots instead of a full roll of tape and you could like kind of like erase some of the dots yeah and so you wouldn't get like the problem that you were getting with the Xyron where like you would have too much stick around the edge yeah um yeah Tombow does that too they have like a dot runner it's called or Mm -hmm. something but same thing. But even with my permanent adhesive, I tend to rub out mm-hmm. if it does overlap. Yeah. Yeah. So my number one is my ATG gun because it Cute. will stick anything to anything. And I make so many like mini album books and like off the, I guess, you know, off the page things like stuff that doesn't go in page protectors mm-hmm. that like I need it to actually like stick. And like, is it a challenge for tiny embellishments? It, it is, like it which be. is when I, I switch back to the Tombow runner, mm. which I you know, is my other tape runner. Right. Um, and gotcha. when I'm not using a, a tape runner, I my liquid glue of choice, which is not one of my top fives, is called Zip Dry. But if you do need a liquid glue, it's it's Zip Dry for scrapbooking. Oh, good to know. So what's your second favorite? Second favorite is my Fiskars Paper Trimmer. Another evolution of craft supplies that I don't leave home without. Now, I have the cheap, like, $20 one, although I've seen the big dogs that you kind of use the the handle lever to crank, which I'm all for, but just economically purposes. And, like, I store it on my shelf, so I just take it off and on. Like, I like that it isn't a large, permanent thing. It's kind of good for on the go and good for travel and all that stuff. But I have replaced the blade on multiple occasions that's the key and now they supposedly have a little more expensive one that's titanium <laughs> so i've been buying that one the little orange uh nubbin thing that goes in but again evolution of crafting i used to cut things with the scissor by hand until you realize wait there's a quicker faster way to do this and like most of my crafting is straight edge right like square mm-hmm. and stuff so the paper trimmer is perfect all my all my uh, photos for memory planning. It's tiny little squares. So I'm really fast with it now, but it's always, every time I craft, it's like, come on, paper trimmer, let's do this together. <laughs> I am totally there with you. Yeah. One one of my, a paper trimmer is not on my list because I have the big, huge, bulky one that I can't <laughs> carry around with me. And that's the one thing that made it not be on my, my top five. It's it's number six. because But you're I always using it, though. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. And I've had it, again, since college because I got a big, bulky one that I can't. And I've never... It's the big tonic trimmer. And it's 12 by 12. And it has a little arm that comes out. And I realize this is not one of my top five favorite things. But it is number six. <laughs> and I will go on for a little bit. Um, but I've never replaced it. And I've had it for 10 years. Yeah. And it still cuts amazingly. It's, that's you awesome. know... It's really, it's it's interesting that the things you love and the things you use, sometimes you wind up spending like an extra $10 and then you use them for 10 years. And it's like, well, that was a yeah. really good 10 extra dollars yeah, that I spent there. it's so true. And I think as crafty as females and office supplies lovers and planner babes and whatever you want to call us, love the sensory experience you get with something like a giant paper trimmer or like, mm-hmm. like the sound and the feel and the, it's like that's really exciting to me too so that's on my bucket list for future workspace in my grand mansion <laughs> totally I, yeah i totally appreciate the bigness and the old school craft of a good old school big paper trimmer but for now my fist cards will do 
<laughs> All right, number two for you. Uh, number two for me is Versifying Black Ink. Ooh, stamping. Let's go there. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I mean, I stamp in almost all of my projects. You do. And I, I would be fine with only having this ink. I would be fine with no other inks on the planet if I could just have the Versafine Onyx Black Ink. Give me this and I will be great. It stamps the most crisp, clean images and like... I do a lot of letter stamping, and then I do a lot of, like, these, you know, other people's art images. So, like, Brandy Kincaid images, Kelly Perky images, like, uh, Tina Asmus Life Love Paper images, like, and I want to see the images. Like, I didn't buy the stamps so that I would get, like, murky, like, blurry images. And, like, sometimes... I can like muddle them up myself so I want the crispest cleanest images that I can and it's like from this Versafine black ink and I buy the black ink pad I buy a re-anchor and I'm set like what's a re like, it's just a bottle of the ink oh and you just like dab it you into the literally pad. yeah just I mean you buy one bottle of ink it costs like eight dollars and then you literally do not have to ever buy anything else again for like ever i mean i stamp i literally stamp on almost every single project yeah. and i've bought a stamp pad and a re-anchor like five years ago and that's it no stamp pad ever dries out it's just like dot 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 so you know, that re-anchor lasts you a lot of years because you don't so use many. a lot of it on the thing. Oh, right. and then see, it, that makes a lot of sense. So much sense. And all the, um, uh, it's, uh, Tsukaneko makes this and they're, they're, uh, Imagine Crafts in the United States is their, uh, brand name here. Um, they make re-anchors for every single, uh, ink color they sell. So, like, if you really love, like, I have stays on and a stays on reanchor because the stays on does get drier faster. I noticed that. So, if you get a stays on reanchor, uh, you'll never go out, grow out of stays on either. Um, and that's super worth it because um, I use the stays on a lot too because I love uh, stamping with stays on and then coloring. Mm. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, see, you do stamp a lot now. Stamping in my mind when you said faves, because I do love my stamp collection too. And there was a period, because I said, if we had this episode four to five years ago, stamps would have been my on the list because I was really doing that. I had designed a few wood, uh, wood mounted ones. And yeah, like in my project life, I was doing a lot of stamps on photo. That mm -hmm. was big, like a few years ago before all this digital kind of came into my world. So yeah, it's funny how I was wanting to choose it but then when i really thought about right now what has evolved to my favorites it stamping wasn't included but totally. yeah so, so my uh, my question for you too is like i always had an issue with cleaning stamps like if stamps is your number one you're using it a lot like do you clean them or have a favorite clean stamps method or supplies yeah so um stamping up again so like i have a ton of supplies from college 
college. I had an apartment that was 10 minutes from campus in one direction, and the scrapbook store was 10 minutes uh, from my apartment in the other direction. It was kind of like literally the greatest thing in the entire world. I'm not going to lie. You were um, in the center of the universe. <laughs> it was it was so amazing. It was fantastic. Uh, one of the other teachers at the local scrapbook store was a Stampin' Up! demonstrator. And she uh, would show us the coolest Stampin' Up! stuff. And Stampin' Up! had this amazing stamp cleaner. It was a plastic thing. It was about uh, 8 inches wide by like 6 inches tall. Um, and it would open up like a book. And it had uh, two, like they were almost like carpet pieces and one side was wet. You would spray it with like a cleaner and I would just use water now. Right. I think, I mean, I still have the actual spray, but I've diluted it with water so many times yeah. that it's, it's water. <laughs> um, so you spray one side of like this fuzzy carpet material and you just like scrub your stamp on it. And then you just scrub your stamp on the other side and it's clean. Um, and so I've been using that for 10 years. Uh, you can also use baby wipes. I mean, like, everyone is going to, like, say that there are reasons you should not use things and reasons you should use right. things. And, like, polyphotomer stamps are not going to last you forever. They're just that's not. The clear. Like, yeah, that's the clear ones. They're, like, you can try to take care of them as much as, as amazing as you want to. And, like, you can have such, and they'll last you, like, you know, for 10 or 12 years if you, like, meticulously take care of them and, like, keep them in plastic and do whatever you want. There will be ones that last you forever. But then there are going to be ones that are not made as well and are just going to yellow and they're going to get brittle. And there is no, like, magic secret to making them last for 10 or 15 years. But, like, again... If you're buying a $10 or $15 craft item and expecting it to last 10 or 15 years, you're just, you're thinking about it too much, I think. Yeah. Um, just enjoy it now. Like, get the use out of it now. Like, do art with it now. Like, get, like, love it now. And, like, use it now. And, like, yeah, cleaning it sucks, like baby wipes like go to like your grocery store and go to like the dollar section of the baby wipes and just get a dollar set of baby wipes and just clean it with the baby wipes um because you're you'll, you'll you can find like 70 or 100 baby wipes for a dollar that is an economical way of cleaning them yeah no it makes sense like it's funny because paintbrushes to me are obvious like you have to rinse them but stamps were never that obvious to me i i never really used to until i started to see the bad effects of not cleaning them. So it was, it's just one of those supplies that you need to be in the habit of maintaining. But because, you know, paintbrushes yeah, well, to me are obvious. But clean, yeah. Cleaning stamps is one of, the, one of the reasons I think cleaning stamps is most important is because if you don't clean them, you're going to get crap on your project. Because I am, like, this is as... I am the most notorious person for stamping something literally getting it all over the sides of my wrists and then putting <laughs> that on my projects. I've done it. I've done it too. And so I clean my stamps and my hands after I stamp because, and then I stamp with black ink. So black ink gets on my projects and right. I'm over here touting how I love, you know, VersaFine black ink for its clear, crisp images. <laughs> and then I get 
black ink all over my project and I get very <laughs> sad. So I, I do. I clean my stamps after I yeah. use them so that I don't get crap on my project. More so that I, you know, that I'm more concerned that I'm keeping my stamps clean. It's so that I, I'm keeping my project free of black ink. So you don't get like excess black ink on stuff. Um, yeah, just wipe them down with uh, uh, baby wipes. Yeah. Or go good, on, you know, find tip. your Stampin' Up demonstrator and get this uh, thing. Because <laughs> it's around, really awesome. Yeah. yeah. They're still around. Yeah, they're still around. Um, and all my Stampin' Up stuff that I've ever gotten is pretty awesome. So so what's your third? And, yeah, so what I put on my list for number three was, I guess the general category of them is modern, trendy highlighter markers. That's cool. the category. I have, uh, so mild liners come to mind. Mm-hmm. And I have the whole collection of Mr. Sketch colors. Yeah. But my favorites of the bunch have been the pastel run that they did, which I've been on the hunt for because I use them like a highlighter. Like me and Mr. Sketch started our relationship when I was a teacher because I, I used them to make the, uh, the big poster-sized notes, right? So... They have the nice tip and they write real smooth and bold. Um, yeah, so I was so I purchased the lighter colors to work with my darker for highlighting. And you know me, I couldn't stop at just the writing of the word. I had to make sure that there was a drop shadow and like, you know, they were pretty. So the multiple colors helped me with that. But I've had these for five years since school and they still are beautiful. And I haven't, so I've been wanting a new batch of them just to have and haven't been able to find them anywhere. So I'll try to link to them in the show notes, but I haven't been able to, but they have like, and again, they smell. They're called Mr. Uh, Mr. Sketch Scented and they have like a pretty mint that smells like raspberry, I think, and the purple, the lighter purple. Now mild liners have those colors too, but they don't smell and it's a thinner tip, but they, they have gray, like gray's my favorite one. They have like this nice brown so I've been using them in my planner, obviously, because I've been, the Happy Planner takes planning to like this modern aesthetic that I'm drawn to. And then in crafting, like when I do memory planning, which has been for the past year, mostly digital, but like for my cryometer, for like this is us that I have to fill in, I'll use my pretty color. So like I've been using them to embellish and highlight already digitally printed out stuff. And I've been using them like crazy to highlight items in my planner. So those have been my two main crafts, you know, in my adult life recently. So those are always on hand. My, my trendy highlighter marker. Uh, yeah. I love Mr. Sketch markers. Yeah. I'm like sniffing them like a psycho. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it was like one of those things of like, I always remember the teachers being like, Oh, don't huff the markers. And be like, <laughs> But they're Mr. Sketch Marker. Yeah, they, <laughs> they smell delicious. How are you not supposed to? This one says candy apple. That's true, though. But it just makes the experience of I have to write this, like, teaching point that much better. Because as I'm writing it, you're like... <laughs> oh, my God. It made no, they it, write so know. smooth, too. No, that's amazing. I love those. Before okay. essential oils, there was Mr. Sketch Marker. That's how you get through the day. Yeah. Okay, what's your number three? Um, My number three is acrylic block, so I'm going to go back to stamping. Yes. 
and I have, yeah, you can't so have many the other. <laughs> different acrylic blocks, but this one I have here is my favorite. It's just a three by two acrylic block, and I scored it right down the center so that I could have a line to line up my alphas, and it just it fits right in my hand. It did like, that with a uh, with yeah with knife? a an exacto knife. Um, it's the right size to fit in my hand. It's the right size to fit across a Project Life card. It's the right size to fit like a mini title. And it's the right size for most small to medium-sized stamps. And it fits in, uh, which we'll get on to later on, like uh, a little travel bag, a little like basic crafting kit that I'm going to take with me for the day. It fits um, in all the spots on my desk that like I can keep it out it's just it's really nice it has a little beveled edge that like I can hold it's just the perfect little acrylic block and if uh those for those of you who have never uh used clear stamps before uh you need an acrylic block to for them to cling to um, in order to stamp so like if you're using a wooden stamp it has uh the wood back and use, uh, you just grab it by the wood and you stamp some ink on it. And then you take the inked stamp and put it on your project. With a clear stamp, you only get the clear stamp and you need to have a separate backing. So you use this acrylic block as your backing. And that way the clear stamps are super interchangeable. Um, you can, and you can see where the place yeah. Uh, yes, and you can totally see where, where you're going. Um, and so this little acrylic block I've had for a long time. And I love it, and it's my favorite. And it's a little dirty on the sides. Um, Do you ever find it's too small? Like I've never seen a really big acrylic block, but sometimes I'm like, um, I have several very large acrylic block. I have um, one that's a little bit bigger than this. That's like four by three. I have one that is uh, has like scalloped edges. That's a little bit larger. <laughs> that's like a four by six ish. And then I have um, Fancy Pants made a 6x6 acrylic block a long time ago. Because they made 12x12 12 12 clear stamp sets. And some of the stamps needed a 6x6 acrylic block. So I have a 6x6 acrylic block, which is huge. And you need, like, literally two hands to operate it because I'm obviously my hand is not six inches wide. Um, and it is gigantic and bulky and really difficult to use correctly. I was going to say, yeah, to really make it a flat image. Yeah. And like to, 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 to get like, so like to use clear stamps correctly, you kind of need to like get on over it so that you can like see where you're going and press down evenly above. And like with that six by six, it's really hard to like, <laughs> position yourself over it um that being said you can make some pretty awesome things with a six by six clear block yeah. um and like use a bunch of different clear stamps together to like make a scene or like a cool floral motif um but i don't really take the six by six one out that much it's right. very much like for like special occasions and stuff but this one is good for about I would say this. I use this for about eighty percent of what I need. Um, it is a little bit too small for some of the larger titles, right? But then um, you do letter by letter. 
and then yeah, absolutely letter by letter, um, especially when you need like more than one E in something or more right. than one letter in something. Uh, otherwise, this one this one just fits really nice in my hand. And I found yeah, that, and I've like, seen. I feel like acrylic blocks are on the trend of getting smaller and smaller, like yeah. with the planners and all that. Like, so you're seeing like one by one inch one. Yep. Two I have two, a really so. nice one by one inch one that I love because you can just like, oh, okay, I need stamp here, 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 <laughs> here, here, and then you can get closer to the rings. Yeah. You can get right. it's 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 so much easier to like get in like tight places with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, craft supplies. <laughs> but I do like the size of that one. Yeah. That's a good size. All right. What do you have for number four? So number four, I just put generalization sticky notes because they're just basically everywhere all over everything I've ever done. I mean, you talked about this with the with your binders, but most recently they've been like the Happy Planner makes cute design ones that are die cut in the shapes of unicorns and coffee cups, you know, and those are fun to include on a finished product, uh, project, like my memory planning, uh, spreads. But then I've just been really in tuned with color coding editorially things. So although that's not exactly a project or a craft, they're on hand all the time. And so they've just been, I think they're an inch by an inch and a half or an inch by two, or an oh, inch like and a half by two. And they fit perfectly on my wall calendar. I've been cutting them in half and putting them in my planner. So just super functional, color-coded, bright sticky notes lately have been top. Because I love that. Just organization-wise. And then I have the cute ones from the Happy Planner if I want them to be decorative. But the non-committal of the sticky, and then to go back to my Tombow, runner if I do want them to be committed to a spot I'll I'll uh tape run them down but they've been number one sticky notes functionally and decoratively lately I love that I love that yeah. I love that I use them for everything um I have them right here next to me they're not on my they're not on my top five but they're yeah, definitely like, again, number seven like, I was trying to filter my top five to be interesting or cool but when I really my goal for this this episode was what do I never stop using right and what's been number one yeah no or top legit that's, top five. that's absolutely perfect and I think I'm so glad you went that way because I tried to filter out all of, like my writing stuff because right. my writing it would be all post-its all the time mm -hmm. um my third drawer in my in my desk is all post-its and <laughs> Um, so many different colored ones and they come in so many, uh, post-it has a collection. They go by collection now and they have some really good, uh, place-based collections. And I'm obsessed with, uh, they call it the Marrakesh collection. Cute. Um, the colors are amazing. There's like this deep red that I just like, I need that red on everything. It's, yeah. um... It's fabulous. So yeah, no, I have, I have my post-its here right next to me, but uh -huh. so my number four, uh, is this, this guy here and he has a six hole, hole punch. Mm. It was deceiving at first, but now I see it. <laughs> and 
he's um a new ish member to the family. I've been using a six hole hole punch for about probably the last two years. Um ever since I moved to the like doing a lot of scrapbooking in the six by eight format mm-hmm. and then moving all of my uh planner everything outside of the get to workbook is in like my six by eight binders and then um either the a5 or a6 style binder um i've gone to this six hole hole punch guy um it's the style that the ali edwards binders are in um and the studio calico uh six by eight binders so the page protectors are the same size and this guy uh he's adjustable so we can move his hole punches in or out depending on Mm. whether we want the holes next to each other or spread out for like the six by eight binders so like i made my december daily with him Mm. and the six rings i use that to put you know extra pages in my six by eight binders i use that to make um all the stuff go in my actual binders for work um my commonplace books that i've been making with six rings i use him um it's just easy Mm -hmm. one press six holes and any tool like a hole punch that allows you to put in a binder or even the happy planner had the happy planner punch that allowed you to any any kind of tool that's allowing you to insert where you need to insert or, mm-hmm. or construct your own type of album without having to buy a specific notebook or buy. I mean, that is craft 101. Like, yeah. He- like heaven. Like, yeah. And you, that's like to have so that into that. I'm yeah. so into like this thing that just like, I mean, it's super industrial. It's super like, this is something a Japanese business person would have. And I love it. And it just, I love that I can just, oh, like, let me take this magazine page that I got from, you know, the New Yorker. Let me take this piece of amazing paper that somebody sent me that they hand painted. And let me put all of those things in just this book. And I don't have to, you know, painstakingly go through and make a template and hole punch it with my single hole punch and invariably screw it up because I can't hold two pieces of paper together straight. Like, this, like, is just awesome. And I can just press down once. And I have and I the feel holes like, I want. And I feel like there's a time and a place for a bound book that doesn't allow for this com- uh, customization. Like, but spiral bound being so stuck in stone and that mm-hmm. you can't add it and out. Um, yeah, there's, for crafters, like, that doesn't, that's not as functional as we want it to be. Like, there's a time and a place for that permanent bound thing. Totally. But I do feel like we're, like crafting is making a very slow, subtle lean to, I want to be able to put my pages in everything. <laughs> like, right. And like, yeah. that's, that's totally where I'm at right now. Like I'm yeah. feeling super dynamic. I feel like I want to be able to decide whether my book has 10 pages or 50 pages. Mm-hmm. And I love binder rings. I love making all of these ring albums and I've loved making these ring albums for like a long time. And I'm just sick and tired of, like, punching holes with my hole punch. And, like, if, if, if this were, if we were having this conversation, like, two or three years ago, I'd probably say that the crocodile <laughs> would be on my, my favorite tools list. 
because that thing goes through everything. Mm-hmm. And like if I'm making my covers, like I made my cover for my Book of Me project. So I'm using this for my Book of Me project. All of my, my Book of Me has uh, six holes in it. So everything, um, so I can, just so I can add whatever I want in it at any time. Like if I come across something that is like, oh my God, this is so me, I want to put it in my Book of Me. Um, but like my Book of Me cover is made out of hard chipboard so that like it lasts. Um, but this, uh, hole punch will not go through hard chipboard because it's, uh, you know, just an everyday six ring hole punch. Um, so I did use my crocodile to create the holes for that. And if we had been having this conversation a couple of years ago, I would have said, you know, my crocodile, because it puts holes through anything and I can make Make six, make 10, make eight holes. Yeah, totally. But you know, that's, it's so much more work to have to create a template and then go and like measure six holes and punch six holes or this, I can just like, okay, press down six holes. It's awesome. It's, it's small. It's, it's convenient. Like I can take it with me. It's heavy. It's a weapon. I could use it for self-defense. And I mean, I haven't been in the binder game for a while or since high school or whatever. And, and when I was, it was project life sleeves, which already had the holes. Right. So What's interesting to me is now that they're six, and I'm assuming that solved the problem of the three being so far apart that either side would pull and then you'd have only, right. So the fact that they're three makes the the hold on it more yep. secure. And I can do like little half pages that are awesome because it has three holes. And it's like, oh, okay, what a cute half page. Or two yeah. half pages I've done. And that's awesome. They're like little revolving doors, barn mm-hmm. doors. That's <laughs> cute. It makes it so much more. It's 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 a much more dynamic feel, and a much more uh, secure feel too. So I love that it's both of those things because like I never would have thought that you could get something both more dynamic and more secure. And referencing our crafters block episode again, it's just like a tool that kind of helps you get over that because you know your limits. You know you have six holes. But because of the six holes, you can play around with three, and then you know to make a half page. So it's just a tool that takes the guessing game out of how am I going to construct this or what format's it going to be in. And then now that you know the tool and you're so familiar with the tool, you can play with the tool. And then it becomes more more creative bubbling. Yeah, love it. Love it. Okay. What's your last one? All right. So my last one is a trifecta. Cool. <laughs> so it's a three-parter, and I included them together because all three fit in my hand at once, and they kind of go, they go in my little travel thing together. So number one is tweezer. Never knew I needed it until I started using it, and I put all my teeny tiny stickers in on the page and placed them with this guy, and it's becoming like I literally can't stick a sticker down without my tweezer. So, I like it. Yeah, so my tweezers been revolutionary since memory keeping and the happy planner, since those little tiny bullet uh, stickers that I want, you know, to make a page look uniform and still want to use and all that good stuff. Then I have my whiteout, which is a give or take little guy, but it's a whiteout, um, not the kind that you paint on with a brush. Um, it's a whiteout runner again, so you can like run it over things. Um, now with this guy, I don't really use it to correct. Um, if I do something in my planner, that's first of all, my, my planner planner is best. So I'm not crazy, you know, about it being handwriting and no mistakes. Like I'll cross out that puppy. 
But what I have been using this for is more on the craft end, where if I am crafting in a planner and I don't want the word notes on top of a header or I don't mm, want an mm -hmm. element of the planner on the page, I'll white it out before I stick the sticker so it's sticking on a nice white seamless kind of area. Totally. So, yeah, so I've been using this a lot more than I thought I would or, you know, whatever. So my white out. And then the third part of the trifecta are these little mini scissors, which I think are Fiskars brand as well, but they tie into, again, that uh, memory planning. You know, if something's on, over the edge, if I stick a sticker that's over the edge, just trim that edge. Or if mm -hmm. I'm cutting a sticker and, and adapting it, the mini one is, like, good for that because stickers are usually small, so I have a uh, you know, a little small guy to kind of get close to where I need it to be. And then it's good for travel. I keep all three in my little travel pouch, which we'll get to in a second. But those are my teeny tiny three that kind of work as a unit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's so cute. Okay. And you're number five? Okay. Number five, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also stretch. So number five, I'm going to talk about letters. So, number one is letter stickers. Yeah. And I have been obsessed with letter stickers um, probably since I was a child. Um, I can't make any, I just, I can't not use letter stickers. I have so many letter stickers. It's, it's just, they're the best thing in the entire world. Just add number stickers. For me, oh, oh yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Stickers. They fall that's, in the same category. Yeah, that's yeah. the same thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's important. I get I get a little bit upset when there are not number stickers with letter stickers. It's like, oh, that's, it, it, I feel. So I it, can't write the date, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like, I feel, it just feels off a little bit. Like, I just, I don't know, I feel a little cheated when there are not number stickers to go with my letter stickers. That just feels... Unless they're like a totally separate thing. You want to give me some letter stickers and some number stickers that coordinate? Okay, I'm okay with that. But if you're just giving me letter stickers, I just feel like, oh, hmm, I don't know about that. Because then I know I'm not going to even get enough letter stickers. Like, there's definitely not going to be enough ease. There's, there's, if you're not giving me number stickers, then I know you're not giving me enough ease, and I'm not going to be happy. For, for sure. Classic <laughs> crafter's problem. <laughs> um, uh. I love letter stickers. Absolutely Did you ever turn a five into an S? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the things that I have turned into other things are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Q's can always be turned into extra O's. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, T's can be turned into I's or L's. Or ones. Oh, yeah. Um, P's, if you're... if. If you're good, you can turn P's <laughs> into L's. Yeah, you can. So funny. Yeah, no, uh, letter stickers are incredibly important. Um, and we can have converse, we can have like a 30-minute conversation on the merits of thickers and what their problems and not problems are. Yeah. Um, foam thickers are good. Other thickers have are lost rigid. their ways. <laughs> Other thickers need some extra sticky stuff. Yeah, it's true. Um, but Kelly Perky is making some incredible letter stickers. Uh, she's making some really amazing letter stickers lately. So, and now, do you mainly use them for titles? And is it is it a is it a way to highlight 
kind of a phrase or a word, or is it in place of your handwriting? Well, the second part of my letter letters is this Pilot multi-wall pen, which is the only pen that I will use. I'm not afraid of... I, I, I don't dislike my handwriting. I love my handwriting. I have no problem writing my, with my handwriting on my projects. Uh, most of my projects include my handwriting. Mm-hmm. I use letter stickers as part of the design. Okay. And they're fun. So it's like just that fun thing for you to actually put down. Yes. And you do like the end look of them. Okay. Like it, my, my layout style and my uh, style in general is pretty minimal. The letter stickers and the alpha stickers themselves are going to be a pretty big focal point. And so, like, whatever it is that I want to say, a big part of it is going to be said with letter stickers. Mm-hmm. Like, like my titles aren't very, like, cutesy. Like, I don't do mm-hmm. a lot of, like, uh, like, you're not going to find me looking up 101 scrapbook title lists and, like, that's not me. Like, I'm just going to be just straight and direct and to the point. Like, yeah, we, you are we, to the point. You yeah, just make if, big, bold yeah. statement. If we yeah. went to the beach, it's going to be, like, beach day. Or, like, <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be, like, you know, oh, like, standing in the sunshine. Sun. Right, yeah, standing <laughs> in the sunshine. Well, it, it would be, like, honestly, it would probably be, like, why did you try to get skin cancer, Kristen? You know you're not allowed to stand out in the sun. That's a lot of S's. <laughs> it, it, we would never have enough S's for that. It's the true problem. And then, like, act, my actual, like, the story that I want to tell is going to be said with journaling. And it's going to be, like, bullet journaling. It's going to be, like, mind map journaling. And the, the letters to pick out points. I, I just assume that when people look at my scrapbook pages, or, like, when I look back at my scrapbook pages, people aren't going to read every single bit of my journaling I'm going to try to get one or two points across with letter stickers because they're cool and they look good and so I know that's where someone's eye is going to be drawn so someone's going to like look at a picture and then look at the letter stickers and so I'm going to try to get like the main point of the story across with those two things that makes a lot of sense for me like I tend to use them again to highlight something or if it's a if it's a bigger page or like a, a, a intro page I'll use to make it special. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they're not on all projects, but love them though. And again, we talked about this, like I, I tend to use them a lot when I want to steer away from my handwriting, but still need to say something because I'm not. Totally. Yeah. My handwriting to, for me doesn't feel designy enough for my taste, but I've been learning to get for that. But the alpha stickers in the right color and font would be, yeah. It has to be the right font. It has to, like I'm very I'm like super picky. That's why I love Kelly's stuff because she's Kelly and super simple. She, yeah. Dancer riff. Yeah. Yeah, she put out black letter stickers last month and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I need more of these obviously because <laughs> yeah. who else is going to make black and white letter stickers? Not enough people." So true. It's so true. But cuz they think like I have this complex as a designer sometimes like it can't be that simple. I always tell myself, but sometimes <laughs> it can, it can, because, you know, like, especially when it comes to something like letter stickers, everything else is going to be so complicated that, like, just give me some black and white letter stickers, because I'm going to put it on a page, like, I have a page on my desk right now that uh, the background paper is all text. The photo is, you know, I'm putting stuff on the photo, and the other paper has a whole bunch of rainbows on it. And so I need something to be simple. 
and this is perfect. You know, these these black and white letter stickers are perfect because everything else is like just like ah, color in your face. And then, you know, give me simple so that I can let everything else be a little bit more in your face. I love that. So I have a wild card. Ooh. <laughs> I was kind of saving it for the end, but maybe after I say mine, you could maybe think up one. Like, I don't know. But so my wild card, and I define it as that because it's a new medium to me. It's a new supplies. It's something that I have on my dining room table with all my other craft supplies. And I look like, how could I use you today? Like, it's been an interesting new little thing. Yeah. And they're Crayola slick sticks. Ooh, what is this? Okay. I first heard about them from, again, my man, Austin Cleon, because he was basically what they are is Crayola made a bigger crayon because for little kids, crayons are very tiny and they're not as smooth as they need to be. It's hard for them to make a dark stroke. So slick sticks, I think, are um, like oil-based crayons and they, they, they are big and easier for a kid to hold and they glide. That sounds so, awesome. Yeah, so I, I first saw him talk about them in terms of his son and saying these are great for kids my son colors them and whatever and I just was so intrigued by like the media and again I'm not an artist I consider myself a designer more I'm a lot more digital but I I've been drawn to the using these either on construction paper or whatever you know that kind of thing not to even again it's one of those things that it's not going to get to my shared work it's just my art therapy work or art journaling and like let me just play around with these and see what happens um but I most recently made the little uh, crafters block episode graphic, that little thing that was above the converse, that little like cloud. Yeah. I made that with a slick stick and then I, I digitized it and made it our colors. But that, that's kind of what I'm talking about. I've been using them in terms of like, what can I conjure up with these things? And- that's so cool. And then I'll digitize it and see if I can work with it. So that's been my wild card lately because it's been on hand, but it's a relatively new um, product and it's been something I've been wanting to explore, but it's been a fave lately. That's awesome. Well, yeah. So yesterday's my birthday. Happy birthday. My mom asked me what I wanted for my birthday. And I told her that I wanted to learn how to, uh, use watercolors. So she sent me this 48 set of watercolors in a tube. Beautiful. <laughs> so Beautiful. So this is what I'm going to learn how to do in my in my 32nd year is learn how to paint with these tube watercolors. Your um, wild card. This is my wild card. I have no idea <laughs> how to use these. Um I'm going to learn uh and I'm I'm very excited to learn how to, and hopefully uh, these will become some of my must-have and some of my favorites. I love it. Uh, I'm so I'm like really excited to use these. Um, I'm terrified to use these, um, but like really excited. Yeah, and so you hopefully they'll mix uh, it up sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they'll show up in some of my uh, my projects soon. Wow. Um, good wild card. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like um. Do you have anything else that you would, like, put in your, like, basic crafting kit? Like, if you were taking your stuff to, like, uh, I don't know, if you were going to go work somewhere else for the day or craft somewhere else for, like, 
a couple of days, like, what would you take with you? Like, not even your travel kit, like, just your basic crafting kit. Like, if you were going to go crop with some friends or, like, your sister or something, what would you take with you? Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one for me because a lot of my crafting lately has been so digital. So I would want to say, like, my computer, you know, and my printer. Because oh, that's a, a lot really of, good answer. Yeah, a lot of my things come out of this digital play and then printing them out and then applying either stickers or using my Tombow runner or my mild liner on the digitally printed thing. So almost the computer and the printer is necessary. And then just in general, um, I've been kind of the past few couple of years, we've talked about this in past episodes, come up with almost like a monthly kit where I've had enough years crafting that I've accumulated enough stuff and gotten enough stuff from the happy planner where I have so much supplies that I could always recycle and make new and combine, you know, season to season. And then I have been forming my December bunch and my Valentine's bunch. So I, I tend to go back to those kits that I've created myself year to year and different various things get plucked from them to apply, but it's always the same kit and always evolving. So my whatever kit it, uh, it is of the year kit, and then probably my computer, my printer, and then everything I listed earlier in the episode. Those are probably my go-tos. And then, of course, like a few of my favorite pens, which vary from season to season two. Lately, they've been uh, the Paper Made Ink Joy uh, pens, and they come in a bunch of different colors, but I've been using those in my planner, those at work. Those have been my favorite. So, yeah, that's probably my, my, my craft supplies that are always with me. Yeah, I think that, um, well, you know, I do so much here now. There isn't really anywhere for me to go locally, which is, like, kind of disappointing. Yeah. All of the um, local places are, like, an hour away in either direction. There are a couple of local scrapbook stores in, like, Ann Arbor, I think. Um, and then I think there's, like, one or two places that people meet up in Grand Rapids. But, like, one, I don't drive. Um... And I'm not going to make Jeff, like, drive me an hour plus to go hang out with people that I don't know. And just to, like, come and pick me up, like, six hours later. That isn't, that doesn't seem like a really <laughs> great use of anyone's time. Um, so I'm going to, you know, keep staying home for now. But, like, uh, when I did go out a lot and, like, crop at uh, the local scrapbook store and some places uh, in New Jersey, when before we moved, I would take, you know kits would be a big thing to take and I would really drag my huge um tom uh my huge tonic trimmer because I can't scrapbook without (laughs) it's 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 amazing um yeah full like if if you like cutting straight lines then get a paper trimmer um huge fan of paper trimmers uh if you are one of those magically gifted people who can cut straight lines with scissors, I am, I am, I'm jealous of you. <laughs> How do I like, you know, like, when it happens can to I, me, it's always a freak thing. Yeah. I'm I want to like, like hug you and like imbibe <laughs> that like, uh, skill. Um, and then I always take too much. Always. Yeah. You think like you're going to need it all. Yeah. And then the same thing uh, with travel. 
do you, uh, what do you put in your travel kits? See, that was an interesting question to me because I tend, all my crafting and stuff tends to be a solo venture in my house. Right. You always say and, this. I always forget mm -hmm. about this. Yeah. So, and I'm not used to the idea of crops. Whenever I would go to a planner meetup, I would like look around and I would be speaking at these planner meetups, but I would look around and go, so how exactly does this work? Like it didn't, it didn't, for me, it's not how I process crafting and, and use it. So it's, it's a very interesting thing to imagine traveling with any of the stuff that's always in its static place. Yeah, we need to get you out here. We need to get yeah. you out here <laughs> yeah. for Awesome Ladies Live. But the Happy Planner did come out with like this uh, little pouch to technically hold your Happy Planner, and it came with two of these things that Velcroed in. It's Ooh. like a, a clear, it's basically like a clear pencil case with a Velcro, so it would that's stick cool. in and out to the, to the carrying case. Yeah, so since I've gotten a few of those, I've put all my favorite pens and then of course my tweezer white out uh tombow runner everything in that and take that if i'm ever going like to my mom's like my mom's would be the only place that i'm bringing my stuff which sure my planner and stuff so yeah that that little pouch like a clear pouch to just see everything and know where it is um it's really it but i don't travel much but you do yeah, yeah. i've i've been making travel kits for a long time um and Did like you take any to disney recently I did take stuff to Disney. Uh, I didn't do anything at all with it because our itinerary was filled very, very, very fully. And I uh, did not have any extra time to do any um, scrapbooking. But I brought uh, I bought a really cool album at Disney and I brought it home. So I can't wait to fill that up. Yeah. Um, I had so many creative uh, revelations while at Disney. Just like tons and tons and tons of them. Um, Ideas wise or just ideas and just like um amazing like creative like well like almost like what would the disney princess do but like just i don't even know how to describe it exactly in words yet all just, right well, like, i'm looking forward to that episode <laughs> yeah no that would be a great episode like what did kristen learn in disney yeah <laughs> that can apply to everyone's creative lives um it was just Let amazing. Me know when you want to record that one. It was it was <laughs> it was so amazing. The fireworks at Magic Kingdom were just they made me cry every night. It really really was such an inspirational place and I just didn't have any time to do any like physical documentation while we were there. Mm -hmm. Um but I made sure to get pictures. Just enough pictures so that I was documenting and not living through my phone. <laughs> like we which, talked about. Yeah, which was good. I didn't bring any uh, additional chargers. So when my phone died, it died. Um, good life practice. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was really good. It was really fantastic. Um, but I did oh. bring stuff while we were there so that I could write, jot down notes. Oh, good. Yeah. Like pens. I brought a lot of sticky notes. Tons of sticky notes so that I could... Um, uh, write down stuff. I brought a binder and I divided the binder up by days that we were there so that I could just like keep track of what happened when so that when I went back I would uh, have uh, an idea of when the things happened and like the little just the little things, the little details that I wanted to remember. Um, when I go away and when I travel there are usually two things that I try to think about. One is do I want to do some documenting while I'm traveling and um, 
like this our flight to florida was direct so we got to the airport we waited for the flight the flight was two hours and it was like both at stupid times so i just tried to get naps on the flight um but like if we have like layovers in places like when i'm traveling by myself and i have a layover in a place then like i actually usually want to like scrapbook right so um then i'll actually pack a travel kit and scrapbook while i'm traveling and uh tsa will allow you to bring scissors through tsa as long as the blades are smaller than a certain amount yeah little scissors <laughs> so so you can bring small scissors um but honestly don't even bother. You don't have enough room, and then you want to enjoy the peacefulness of the light. That's been my experience, yeah. And, like, there are so many things that you can do without scissors, and, like, also, then you have, like, little scissor garbage, and, like, no one <laughs> wants that. So, like, usually so Project true. Life cards or, like, um, just, like, things you've already cut out and, like, bring things to journal. Bring, like, little things to, like, finish or little things to start on or, like, brainstorm. Like... That's one of my favorite things to do while traveling is like brainstorm or like think of new ideas or like think of extra things. Like think of expanding on some of your other ideas because you're in a new place. You're doing things you don't usually do like lean into that. Mm -hmm. And so like bring things that will help you do that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then when you're traveling too. Because you can do it one of two ways, kind of like what you did, where you could journal a little bit or jot what happened for a later execution of the project mm -hmm. to memory keep it. But I've seen a lot of people like straight up uh, Instax it and do yeah. it in the moment. Totally. So they, they've, they've prepped before the, the traveling to say, no, I want to do it in the moment and not worry about it after. Yeah. So there's that way too. And I yeah, have, I, um, I did bring my little, I have a, um, a zinc printer. Yeah, cute. And I brought that with us, uh, but I definitely had absolutely zero time to do any of that. It has yeah. to be about the flow. Because, like, yeah. no one wants to get, like, all, like, stopped up and, like, oh, just frustrated when you're, like, on vacation or on a work trip. No one's, it's not about, like, oh, how can I just make myself even more frustrated? Yeah. It's about, like, making the best of your time and all about that flow. So, totally. it's, you know, you have to figure out what works for you. All right. So, now we're at the part where we get to hear from you. Okay. So, here's what you have to do. If you're listening, we want you to go to craftyassfemale.com slash madness. That's madness. <laughs> M-A-D-D-N-E-S-S. -S, madness. Tell them why, Kristen. Yeah, we're going to have a contest. And there will be lots more about our secret contest coming up Ooh. in March. <laughs> Maybe you want to put those two together and think about it. And well, for, for now. For a sports dad like me, we would be able to put it together. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Go to craftyassfemale.com slash madness. And you're going to tell us all about your favorite supplies. We want to hear what you use the most, what you love the most, what you cannot get enough of. Um, and we are going to rank your supplies and we are going to pit them head to head in March. And we cannot do this without your help. And if you enter, you will be entered to win some of our favorite supplies 
and we cannot wait to hear what you love to use. Um, hearing from you is our absolute favorite part of this whole process. We love talking to each other. We love um, having these conversations, but what we love most is absolutely hearing from you. So um, once again, definitely head over to craftyassfemale.com madness so that you can join in on the fun and hopefully win one of our prizes. And tune in to a few episodes from this one to hear more about that challenge. All right. We will talk to you soon. Have an amazing week and we will catch you next Monday.